0: You're listening to Vernacular Podcast. Welcome to Vernacular Podcast. I'm Sally. I'm Zach. And today we are going to talk, this is episode two of season four, and today we're going to talk about how to make the perfect summer road trip playlist.
1: Which is really appropriate because we're coming up on a big road trip. It's going to be probably about 36 hours in total. We're expecting 18 hours each way on really what's a 14-hour trip according to Google Maps. But we just figure... All the stops that we have
0: to make.
1: Right. Traveling with a toddler and with uh, one of us being five months pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) So we're planning in some stops along the way, needless to say, and expect that our 14-hour trip each way will be really about 18 hours for a total of 36 hours. So we're very eager to talk to contributors Jordan and Catherine Short about how to make a great road trip playlist. So stay tuned for that.
0: But before we get to that, we wanted to share with you our tip of the week. I think we actually have two tips of the week and our contemporary preoccupations.
1: Right, we have two tips of the week.
0: Well, they're related. Okay. So the first tip of the week is that if you've ever had La Croix or Lacroix sparkling water, right, which we love, we've been drinking it for years. I think since we started dating. Yep. And we always early thought, adopters is yes, how I, I like to think. We of like it. to think of ourselves as early adopters. However, we never knew how to pronounce it because we'd heard people say Lacroix. But I always thought that that was the Sally Americans studied French in college, butchering the French, and so I thought that it was supposed to be Lacroix.
1: I was one of the Lacroix people until <laughs> Sally was like, "No, that's." It's, it's LaCroix.
0: So it's all my fault because <laughs> we learned that the actual pronunciation is LaCroix. And right. that's because if you go on their website, they explain it, and they'll explain it better than I can right now. But they're Midwesterners. And so it's a combination of LaCrosse, Wisconsin, I think, yep. and the – Croix River or LaCroix?
1: No, no, no. Uh, St. Croix, I believe.
0: St. Croix River. Okay. So it's some combination of these Midwestern places and landmarks that becomes LaCroix. And that's actually the correct pronunciation. So right. if you two were thinking that you should put a little French spin to it, that is actually incorrect. So now we call it LaCroix. And the follow-on tip to that is that this summer we have been enjoying LaCroix. I still have to think about it every time I say it. I know. I
1: still say LaCroix a lot. I
0: know every we we have been enjoying lacroix with some addition of lemonade to it so whether you just put in a little lemonade or you put in you do 50 50 split it's amazing it tastes so so good really and any enjoy of the it. flavors like you could do plain seltzer water that's Zach's favorite I like doing the lemon lacroix with the spark with um, lemonade so really you're you know the sky's the limit but that That's what we recommend. And
1: lately I've also really been enjoying just the passion fruit – LaCroix yes. as well. That one is so good on its own. So Sally got a case of this own. the other day. And I think it's my new favorite. We're not mixing this with lemonade. We're just having it by itself. Yeah. Passion fruit is so It's so, so good.
0: flavorful. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely my new favorite. I love it.
1: And just to circle back and close the loop on this uh, name discussion, is so it's, you are right, Sally, there is a river involved. It's the St. Croix River.
0: St. Croix Which forms river. Okay.
1: the western border of Wisconsin.
0: Okay. And then is it with LaCrosse?
1: Right. LaCrosse, Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Okay. St. Croix so River. So La and- Combine it. LaCroix. LaCroix. See what they did there?
0: <laughs> so I love that. My Midwestern heart appreciates it.
1: Sally and I are such big supporters of LaCroix that we actually bought stock in the company. If you <laughs> want to do this, their ticker symbol on the stock exchange is FIZZ. F-I-Z-Z.
0: And has it earned us any money yet?
1: It has. Yeah, we oh, made nice. money. Okay,
0: cool. They've been doing
1: well this summer. I think because in the summertime, people enjoy crisp, yes. refreshing beverages yes. like us.
0: Yes. <laughs> All right. So on to contemporary preoccupations. Right. Zach, what... I guess we kind of have some shared contemporary preoccupations, but...
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, But mine is sort of newer than yours for me personally, which is swimming as a workout. Yeah. I I did not grow up a swimmer. I mean, I've always always been able to stay afloat. I've never been in danger of drowning when I've been in the water. But I've never been able to swim distances without getting totally winded. Like I would do one lap in the pool and be just cooked. Like, yeah. It wouldn't be something so that you would
0: do in replace of running or some other form of working out.
1: Right. Exactly. And the reason being is I just didn't know the, like I did I didn't have good technique. So, so much wasted energy. I mean, my arms are just like a windmills in the water and all this stuff. But lately I've been swimming with uh, Sally and with a friend of mine who are both very good swimmers and they've been helping me a lot with my swimming and getting my form A lot better. So,
0: and I think just repetition, like you just practicing it and going out there and doing it again and again, you're just building up your endurance. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. I think a big part of it isn't, I mean, technique is definitely a big part of it, but then there's also endurance and knowing what to be doing in, in the pool, like during your pool time. Right. Like, you don't want to just swim one stroke the whole time and just keep going and going and going. That just yeah. gets really boring. It would be – I mean I get bored if I'm just running at the same pace the whole time. So I think that's part of it too. And you've – yeah, you've just really taken it and ran with it or swam with it. Yeah, I'm just enjoying it a lot more because
1: it's uh, – I don't know. I, I find swimming to be oh, certainly a lot easier on your joints than running or something. Yeah. You know, you won't get shin splints from yeah. swimming. Um, but it's also just kind of a quiet exercise to do. There's a lot of time to just think in the water.
0: Yeah, you can't listen to podcasts or music.
1: Uh, And I think the thing that I appreciate most is that it really helps you control your breathing. So in that way, it's, it's a... It's an exercise that requires more discipline than any other one that I've found. So yeah, I've really been enjoying it.
0: Yeah, well, and then you've inspired me to get back into swimming regularly because
1: Sally's such a good swimmer.
0: <laughs> well, um, I know I did when we were living in Texas and when they had the pool outdoor pool open. But I haven't really done it regularly in a while. So now I'm swimming as my workout of choice twice a week, and it's great.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I definitely recommend it if you're pregnant too. <laughs> it's nice. Um, so yeah, and then my contemporary preoccupations also shared, um, but I guess more on my side than yours. Right
1: to a lesser degree on my yeah, side.
0: Yeah, I've gotten into two different recipes that I've become a little bit obsessed with. One is zucchini pancakes, and otherwise known as zucchini fritters. I use Smitten Kitchen zucchini fritter recipe.
1: Yeah, I think fritters a better word because yeah. pancake.
0: Because it's when less I hear pancake, batter.
1: I think sweet and true. Involving batter. Right. There's When I hear far fritter, I batter. think like potatoes stuff or stuff being like that. held
0: together. Yeah, it's like lock keys. But instead of potato, right. you use shredded uh, zucchini. Yeah. So I just grate the zucchini with the peel on because the, that green peel is more nutritious. And then I just add in flour and eggs to make it stick together. And you could use whatever flour you want. I like to use a combo of buckwheat and almond flour and coconut flour and just like a bunch of different random whole grain flours that I have in our pantry. But you could use all purpose. Um, I'll link to the recipe because Smitten Kitchen has a great recipe and it's easy to to uh, adjust it with we love whatever Smitten you kitchen. have. And it's great with, you just make the zucchini pancakes in advance. You could freeze them or keep them in the fridge. And then you just fry up an egg or two to put with it. And it's Amazing. It's such a great breakfast. I love it. So that's my one recipe. My other one is, and this is nothing new, but I just was inspired last two weekends ago um, when my non sugar eating sister in law came to visit us to make banana ice cream, otherwise known as uh, nice cream. (laughs) And that's just frozen bananas mixed up with whatever you want to mix it up with in your blender or food processor. And I knew – I mean I'd done this before. We did it a couple years ago. But it always felt laborious for some reason. And you have to think about it in advance by putting the bananas in the freezer. But really not that laborious compared to other things that I do. So. I'm just, like, obsessed with it now. I just add peanut butter and cocoa powder and then the frozen bananas, and that's it. And you could just do cocoa powder and bananas, and it's amazing as long as you don't mind the flavor of bananas. My one thing that I've learned is that don't wait until the bananas are the ripest they can possibly be. So if they're really brown and have a ton of spots on them, it's going to be way more banana-y. This is probably obvious, but it's going to be way more banana-y than if you you put them in there with maybe a spot or two or just when they just become ripe. So depending on how much you want the banana flavor to come through. But right. it's a great, great treat and sugar-free and really well, added pretty, sugar-free. healthy. added sugar-free. Added sugar-free, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's sweet because of bananas. It's like that episode but... of The
1: Office where Michael Scott's eating frozen yogurt, and he's like, I can't believe this has no calories. No calories, calories. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So it's a healthy dessert and a good snack, and it it meets my cravings. I
1: think the best part of it is that uh, dark cocoa. Yes, I use use. the special
0: dark Hershey's powder. Really good, and it's
1: it's such a rich flavor. It's just amazing.
0: It it turns it kind of into gelato. It's a very very thick consistency. Yeah, and yep, just I'm obsessed with it. Really nice. So, so I think that's all we've got.
1: Cool. Well, let's talk about how to build a road trip playlist. Let's do it. All right, we're back on Vernacular Podcast, and we're here with our uh, contributors, Jordan and Catherine Short. Guys, welcome back to the show. Hi,
2: thanks for having us.
1: So you guys are some of the more creative minds we know, and we thought it'd be really fun to have you on and talk about an important topic for this time of year. And that is how to build the perfect road trip playlist.
0: Yeah, for our listeners, we are recording this a couple weeks before the 4th of July, but when we air this, it will be the weekend of the 4th of July. So you might be traveling or you might be getting ready for your summer vacations. This is the episode to listen to.
1: There's a little bit of selfishness involved here, too, because coming up later this summer, we are taking a 14-hour road trip (laughs) uh, each way for my brother's wedding so we need to figure out how we're going to build our perfect playlist now for us it might be a little bit different because we have a little one it's going to involve like veggie songs and raffi if, if <laughs> anyone knows what raffi is uh, yeah. <laughs> but maybe we can maybe we could mix in uh some other things as well yeah. <laughs> so we'll be listening carefully to what you guys have as ideas
3: yeah so there's a couple of ground rules that i want to start off by 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 addressing yeah,
1: ground rules are and, always important.
3: <laughs> and the over kind of the overarching one is that you know each person's tastes are different. So when we talk about our our kind of songs that we would pick, we will have some categorical ones that will help you know that will uh, categorical suggestions that will help everyone. But also we'll probably have a few specific. Uh, references that might only apply to us. But again, that's just a ground rule. Um, and uh, yeah, we, uh, we're we ready to jump in, I think. It's so like
1: not everyone is the raving Destiny's Child fan that you are, Jordan. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Yeah. But um, for the risk takers yes. out
0: there, you might – I mean, a summer road trip is the best time to bring new music into your life. So maybe consider taking your suggestions. I think – I mean, I, I would like to listen to new music when I'm stuck in a car for 14 hours.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think one key thing is when you're building a good playlist, whether it's for a summer road trip or for a party, you have to have a certain percentage of the songs be classics, uh, pop classics that everyone knows. Right. I usually try to go with like a 20% to 30% ratio of of like classic songs whether that be like so like
1: 20 to 30% um, classic and 70 to 80% non-classic.
3: <laughs> well, I think it does kind of depend on what you view as a classic, right? But but I'll I'll break down the other 70% in a minute. Okay. Um so 30% or so, I would go with everything from um from maybe like a classic Simon and Garfunkel song or like or Bruce Springsteen classic- maybe. Yes. Or a classic Marvin Gaye song to something that might be a modern classic, like Justin Timberlake and, um, you know, Sexy Back or something like that, where it's like people know and enjoy a tune. And when it comes on in the playlist, it's a pleasant surprise.
2: Mm -hmm. And. Certain bands, like even Fleetwood Mac, who maybe you don't listen to regularly, you might be surprised how many of their songs you know because they're in movies. Or so just from having... the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We always listened to James Taylor and Paul Simon a lot growing up because those were a couple of the ones my parents could agree yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> no, know my
0: parents love James Taylor.
3: And then after you got that 30% kind of – nailed down. Um, I like to kind of do a little bit more exploring, um, and maybe do, uh, another 20% that is, um, kind of out of the, out of your normal box, right? So if you're a fan of, uh, modern indie music, maybe explore a couple of, uh, folk songs, right? Um, if you like electronic kind of stuff, go a little more natural. If you enjoy uh country music, maybe throw in a couple R&B and hip hop songs in there, right? So you take that 20% and go out of your comfort zone and maybe um, you know, use Spotify or Apple Music to uh check out what's what's hot and and adventurous. <laughs> On the, uh...
2: particularly if you're traveling with more than just yourself. Correct. You know, if you're traveling with yourself, well, then you can put what you want. But if you have a few other people in the car, it's nice to kind of hit all of those areas so everybody has something that they will enjoy.
3: Or even when I am just by myself, I enjoy um, putting in that 20% kind of weirder, out of the box stuff because maybe I wouldn't want to listen to an entire album of blank artist but uh by mixing in that artist with um a variety of other things it's almost like a gateway drug to exploring new and improved uh adventures i guess <laughs> in music
0: Yeah, I like that about – I mean, Pandora is not a really good example because they usually stray too far from what my original request is. But I like when it kind of starts with the thing that I requested and then it kind of finds things that are similar in genre. And so I learn new songs – while Mm -hmm. that are not too far out of my comfort zone but for some reason pandora thinks they were they were related to my original request now when they get so far away from it that I no longer have any songs by the artist that I plugged in in the beginning then I don't like that but I do like being pushed out of my comfort zone and having the opportunity to learn about new music so I like that idea
3: yeah no totally absolutely I think another 10% um so we're we're accounting for 60% right now. The 30 uh percent classics, 20% kind of new out of the box stuff that uh you're you're maybe unfamiliar with. Um and then we have another 10% that will be the inspiration of your favorite artists is kind of like the category that I like to I like to call it. So if you like Um, if you like Carrie Underwood, who does Carrie Underwood like, right? If you like Phil Collins, who did Phil Collins look up to? If you like, uh, Big Sean, what kind of hip hop artists did he look up to? If you like, uh, Phoenix or Beck or... You know, Wolf Alice or Mac DeMarco or, um, you know, The Strokes or Haim. Who are these bands that your favorite artists look up to? And I think this is a great way to dive kind of a little deeper and really it's actual like music education at that point. Yeah, I mean, it's sort
1: of like reading, right? You you have a favorite author, but then you should also read the authors that your favorite author – learn from
3: exactly absolutely yes
1: all right so so let's say you're you've put together you or you are putting together your road trip playlist what are the top three must-haves on each of your road trip playlists
2: oh man
0: um i know i'm thinking about this too and i'm first of all so bad at remembering the names of songs (laughs) so i'm just gonna throw that out there
1: so, okay, I'll start while you guys think about this. I'm going to go uh, with, with uh, a new twist on a classic, uh, John Mayer's version of uh, Route 66, because it's, you know, it's about a road trip. So I think it's a mm-hmm. great road trip song. Nice. Uh, and then I'm going to go with, uh, ooh, I think I'm going to go with Need to Breathe, one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, they have a song called Washed by the Water that I just absolutely love. Uh it starts out with the piano. It's kinda like piano rock. Um, but it is really, really good. And then uh, man, for I'd probably want a guilty pleasure in there. Uh this I don't, I don't know, maybe like a Megan Trainor song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is your guilty pleasure. It totally
1: is. Um, maybe the
0: Marvin Gaye re- the the redo one that yeah. you did. That was good.
1: Um yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'd have to think about number 3. No, you know what, you know what number 3 would be. Here is here's what it'd be. It would be Brad Paisley American Saturday Night.
2: Nice. Yeah, I like those. Let me pass
1: the baton
3: to someone else. <laughs> I don't have any particular songs uh to fit in that three. For me, I I I kind of go with songs that have a decent rhythm to them. Um, and I'm not saying it has to have a driving four on the floor club beat, but I want something, uh, that has a nice, a nice motion to it. Like even like Paul Simon, um, diamonds on the soles of our shoes. Like that has a nice rhythm. The guitar carries you. And I think for a road trip, I like songs that carry me, that take me somewhere. Um, on just makes the miles feel effortless yeah yeah <laughs> on our recent road trip to california i mean i included led zeppelin's going to california ah, perfect. because nice. you know it has a theme right so i i definitely do not have three specific songs that i have to have on a on a road trip i think i i go for those road trip vibes
1: yeah fair enough okay Catherine. yeah
2: Maybe not specific songs, but I would definitely. Ah, you guys are just ask,
1: such cop outs. Okay,
2: <laughs> Graceland. Okay, that whole go. album by Paul Simon, but I do like the actual song Graceland a lot. Um, Good choice. And then I would do a Heim song.
1: So yeah, Jordan mentioned Heim earlier. I'm not familiar with Heim at all. Is this a an artist, a band? Like, is this a single artist or is this a collective? What What is Heim? How do you even spell Heim? I don't even know what this is.
3: H A I M. Okay, they, I have seen that.
0: I didn't know how to three pronounce sisters, it.
3: Sisters. Okay. Um, and they are amazing. Um and I don't usually use that word lightly. They are actually incredible. Um cool. they kind of it kind of sounds a little bit like um well, I should say they're inspired by um basically I think rumors era with Mac. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally.
2: Um, and they play their own musicians. They're an actual... They play their own musicians? <laughs> <laughs> they play wow, their that's own talent. instruments. <laughs> um, okay, what's they... the best
1: song that Heim has? Okay. Catherine, Catherine, what's the one that's on your, your playlist?
2: I would put Honey and I yeah. on, on my playlist. Honey and I? Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, they only have one album, but... They should probably have another one out soon-ish.
3: That's the rumor. That That's is the, the rumor.
2: rumor. <laughs> um, and then I think I would, I would do a, a Michael Jackson song. Oh, nice. Like yeah. Jackson
1: Five or later on Michael Jackson solo.
2: Later act. on Michael Jackson. Okay. Um. Yeah.
3: Like eighties. Like, like what? Like. Like Thriller. Like enough. Thriller, exactly. <laughs>
2: Um, I wouldn't probably do thriller. Um, probably Pretty Young Thing, mm. PYT.
1: Mm-hmm. PYT. PYT
3: is so good.
1: I've never heard that abbreviation. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's one of his hits. Yeah, I mean, it's a great song.
1: I mean, I've definitely heard Pretty Young Thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Those are yeah. good options, Sally. Do you have oh, three man. songs? Okay.
0: Um. Ah, oh, this is going to be so embarrassing. Okay. Um, what is that song that they sing in Twenty Seven Dresses? Oh gosh,
1: I have no idea. It's Who,
0: like they're singing it together. Give in us, a give us a little, bar. give us a little. I don't even remember. <laughs> Sing a little. <laughs> so bit they for can't us remember right here. the words of it.
1: <laughs> oh man, I don't know. It's an old song. What's it about?
0: Um, I don't know.
1: Let me look it up on the Google.
0: Okay, well that song is pretty fun. And what is the Need to Breathe song where they talk about they drive all night? That song.
1: Uh, it's called "Drive All Night."
3: Actually. Okay, that's yeah. the
0: song I want. Okay, I like that one. Um, <laughs> there you and...
3: go. a Driving, right? A driving exactly. Song. The driving. I like the
0: thematic element mm-hmm. that Jordan talked about. And hmm, I don't know what my. I would probably just find some song that was new to me that I didn't know very well. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like I said, I like to to learn new to new music. So. So I'd probably just, like, look at some top radio hits now and pick some of those songs. Yeah. So, yeah, that would those would be the songs that I would put on there. I'm trying That's to find good. out
1: from the Google what It was, song... like, by the
0: Bee Gees or something like that. Uh, Is that. I don't know. We'll find it, and then I'll feel really silly.
1: <laughs> I don't see anything from the Bee Gees on here.
2: Okay. Well, we'll just look it
1: up. Oh, wait. There. Hold on. Thanks. Expand Thanks for 20 trying to more.
2: <laughs> well, the... you all can start. Uh, creating playlists of Disney. Playlists. That's right. <laughs> right. Right. You know? Yes. That's
0: so true. Yeah, we haven't... We we actually need to get some new music for Esther because we just went on an eight-hour road trip and we kind of feel maxed out. We actually have gotten to the point where Esther only wants to listen to one song on each of the CDs that we have. <laughs> <laughs> so she just asked for the specific song. So we really need m- new music. I've heard from a, f- a friend of mine and a good source that there's this... Um, album called, like, Bugs, Slugs, and Butterflies or something like that, and that apparently is a good one. And then there's...
1: Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. I think Google answered me, Are you oh. talking about Benny and the Jets? Yeah, Benny Elton and the Jets. Elton John? Okay,
0: Elton John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Very different from yeah, that's So one. that's why I said I was going to embarrass myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Benny and the like Jets is yeah. on Sally's retro playlist. Okay. All right, back to Disney. Sorry to interrupt.
0: <laughs> no, but we, we should get some Disney soundtracks and, and a few more other children's soundtracks before we venture on our 14-hour drive. Yes,
1: but what we found so far is that Esther latches onto one song. Yeah, that's what I was saying while entire... you were looking it up. I don't oh, know sorry. if you're yeah. No,
0: that We've gotten to the point where she's only listening to one song on
1: right. each.
0: <laughs> it's like she wants to hear Who Built the Ark? Noah Noah from the Raffi. And so she'll just be like, Noah, Noah. And so we literally will put it on repeat. Like press the repeat button on the on the car radio CD thing. And then on the um, the Veggie Tales c- CD that we have, she only wants to listen to the theme song of Veggie Tales.
1: Yeah. It's hilarious. So,
0: yeah, we just put it all, we put all the audio in the back seat so that we hopefully hear as little bit as possible.
3: Well, well you have to, you have to hand it to her. I mean, she knows what she wants. She right? does. No, definitely. And that's, she does. that's important. Very, and I think, strong I think that's a perfect segue to the last 40%. Oh, yes. oh yeah. How could I forget about more.
1: the last 40%? <laughs> We've only filled sixty percent of the playlist so far.
3: Correct, correct, and that is not a complete playlist. Let the numbers let the numbers show. The last forty percent uh, really just needs to be comfort songs, songs Ooh, that yes. that you know and love.
1: Celine Dion. What,
3: whether it's Celine Dion <laughs> or the theme song to Veggie Tales, right. those songs that you just you it, it co- brings a smile to your face. They make you feel yeah. at
0: home when, you, when you're not at home. Okay, guys, mm-hmm. another
1: question then. What is everyone's one go-to comfort song? <laughs> oh, no.
3: You are very yes. limiting. Zach, I know. I'm going to say the soundtrack of
0: You Got Mail. I love that soundtrack. Oh, Soundtra- oh. Yes.
3: There we The cranberries. Yeah. Yeah. and yes. Give me a band or give me a, an album. Yeah, yeah. That's a comfort album. It's
0: hard to say a single song. Unless you have, with, do you have one, Zach? You must have one since you asked us uh, all the time.
3: I don't. know. I was going to let you guys,
1: can, okay. like you guys answer it and I was going to think of one. Oh,
0: there we go. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to expand this. You can choose a band. You can choose an album. Whatever. No, you
1: know what? I got one. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> Journey. Don't Stop Believing. Mm.
0: <laughs> nice. So there it is. comforting.
3: For yep. sure. All right. Everyone for else sure.
0: can break the rules. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> this is so
2: difficult. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We I mean, now that you brought up the cranberries, I probably actually would put say the cranberries. I love them. I know. And they are so very good. comforting So to me. comforting.
3: Yeah, I mm-hmm. totally agree. I, I don't know if I picked the cranberries, but I love them very much. Um, I just like Journey being so encouraging to
1: me.
2: <laughs> yes. Don't stop believing. It's so
1: comforting. <laughs> like, no matter what you is in my way, I can just hours. turn on Journey and be like, you know, what? I got this. <laughs> I got this.
3: Man, I don't even know. Like, I might have to go with the Beatles, um, the album, would pr- I'd probably have to go with Beatles Revolver, I think. That would be my comfort album. Nice. Um, I just, I, it's so, um, inventive, but also very much Beatles and, and still, you know, poppy. Um. Yeah, I really I really like Revolver a lot.
1: Okay, so let's recap here. 20% to 30%, we'll say 30%. Yes. Uh kind of party hits, like classics that everyone knows. Yes. Yes. Okay.
3: And then and then we have 20% that is kind of off the wall. I'm not saying like super prog rock weird, but but outside of your normal comfort zone, right? right. 20% of that Ten percent of your band's favorite band,
1: right? Influences of your favorite artists,
3: correct? And then, and then the forty percent of um,
1: comfort, just like
3: comfort, right?
0: Yep. Yeah, I like it. That's awesome.
1: The fried chicken of songs, if you will, <laughs> if you if you will.
0: And I mean, do you think there's a good number for how many songs you should have on your playlist? Like, is ten too short? You're oh, to- I think it? totally
1: trip dependent.
0: Okay, so yeah. if you're yeah. going on a little short trip, then maybe you just have 12 songs. Or yes. is that that seems really well, short. Well, I
1: mean, that's like a 30-minute
3: drive.
0: Yeah, that's what so I'm saying. So do you for, need like 50 songs at the minimum?
3: I mean, for our 2016 California road trip, I had 170 songs nice. with 11 hours and 34 minutes of music. And I put all of that on there.
0: That's like fantastic.
3: It, yeah. So, I mean, it all depends. Now, of course, we were driving a lot. Um, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, you're not going to get sick of that playlist. Well, the
1: other thing is, too, as soon as you get through the playlist one time, you can just catch up on episodes of Vernacular Podcast.
2: <laughs> Correct. So, Correct. So download yes. those in advance as well. Right. right. <laughs> it's good to mix it up, some music, some podcasts.
1: Yeah, we are big uh, podcast listeners over on the road, and uh, Esther will let us take a break from Noah.
2: <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> She's so kind. Uh, yes, yeah.
1: indeed. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, this was very helpful and informative. I feel actually very motivated to, to come up with a good playlist for our trip.
3: Yeah, it's going to be great. Yes, and check out Heim for all of yes. you who, who have not. Their album um, is it's so good. a lot good.
0: of fun. Yeah, me, Zach, very and summary. the three other people who've never heard of Haim.
1: <laughs> right. I bet there are others out there, <laughs> like octogenarians. And... <laughs> all right, cool.
0: Okay, well, before we wrap up, I want to talk about movies because I – mostly this is also my own selfish desire to talk about it because the only movie that I really know that's coming out this summer that I'm excited about is the Star Trek movie. (laughs) So (laughs) I think I need to know about other movies that are coming out this summer. I don't know what you guys have in mind.
2: Yeah, summer movies are interesting because they kind of fall into two different – sort of veins you know you have your sequels and you have your superhero movies yeah oh I totally
0: agree it's definitely entertainment genre
2: yes um and I would say that out of the sequels coming out Star Trek is one that I actually am looking forward to because I've liked the two other ones
0: yeah so have we and I've never been, like, a Trekkie or anything. I've never – this is probably blasphemous for those who are, but I've never actually seen the original ones. So no. no <laughs> but no. I, like, I like the new ones.
1: But you really can't appreciate the new ones without seeing the original yeah, yeah. series. I'm not a, not
2: a, I'm not a TNG either. guy or any of <laughs> Thanks, that. Catherine. But I
1: definitely do like the original Star Trek. And it's because my dad was a Trekkie.
0: Right. Because mm. when he was a
1: kid, that was his show.
0: Sure, sure. And
1: so, uh, Jordan, before we started – the uh record button here we were talking about how our parents grew up without uh you know things being available on demand like they saw them when they aired, and so my dad was you know watching Star Trek when it aired, and it like, has to be
0: home at he's five seen o'clock.
1: he's seen every episode <laughs> of the original Star Trek multiple wow. times That's and wow. he just, yeah he's well, a I'm big sure fan, he appreciates
0: so. the new ones more than I do, but I still like them
1: I think he definitely actually i don't think he definitely does like the classics better than the new ones though.
0: okay, well. That makes
1: sense. I'm a sucker for the special effects and J.J. Abrams' ability to tell a story. I think J.J. Abrams' uh, ability to do that is better than Gene Roddenberry's, so I do like (laughs) the new ones. I also am a big Chris Pine fan. but
2: Yeah. He's good in those.
3: Yeah. I think there are a few movies in the original kind of set, Sally, that you would probably enjoy. Okay. Um, Not all of them are insanely great. But there are a few that are quite awesome. Um, Yeah, and and very enjoyable. You know, they tell a human story. I think that's when Star Trek really excels, Uh, you know, when they dive into the interpersonal relationships.
0: Yeah, I'm all about that. So that definitely sounds like something I would like. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I like a good action flick, but it can't just be action. It also has to have the
2: interpersonal aspect. Mm -hmm.
1: So are there any specific movies you guys are looking forward to catching this summer?
2: I'm intrigued by the new Jason Bourne film.
0: Oh, I didn't even know that was coming out this summer.
2: Yeah. That's um, exciting. So, the one after come- Legacy, is that the most recent? Correct. Okay. So I'm I saw that. I'm not sure how they're entwined. Okay. Um, yeah, so I noticed
1: you back. said you were intrigued, Catherine. I'm intrigued as well, but I'm a huge fan of the trilogy. Was not a big fan of The Born Legacy. Yeah,
0: I didn't like Legacy. Right. Either. And so
1: if they're gonna try to reboot it in a way similar to the Legacy, uh I will be underwhelmed.
0: Well, because there's already no
2: Matt Damon, right? I mean he's Well not... I think
1: no, I think Matt Damon's coming back for this one. No, I I think mean, right. yeah. He's
2: in this one and that's oh. why yeah. I'm intrigued. It's not it was
1: Jeremy Renner in, in Legacy, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. which mm-hmm. was very disappointing.
3: Yeah, we're we're excited about that. Uh we're excited about The Secret Life of Pets. <laughs>
0: yeah. okay. Which is
3: an animated film um, nice. from from the animation studio that brought us A Despicable Me and oh, Minions and, and all of that stuff. Um we like we're excited about that. Um we are actually excited about Ghostbusters. We think it's going to be Oh yeah, how can I forgot you not be? about
2: that, that's right. Yeah. I'm excited, but I'm also hesitant as well
3: i think you're more hesitant than i am yes
2: i feel as though it will be very funny um you know all of the women in it are hilarious and extremely talented i'm a little concerned about the special effects because the trailers look a little cheesy overdone Uh, so i'm hoping that the actual storyline you know and the writing and the dialogue comes through kind of rise above yes
0: yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, that's a hard um, thing with these remakes. hmm
3: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited about Suicide Squad, which is that movie that is basically focusing on the villains from the DC universe. Oh um, and that should be really interesting. Jared Leto is playing the Joker. And uh there are a lot of the trailers have been really interesting. Um D C needs a win because Batman v. Superman was not Oh win. I never saw <laughs> but, it. I, I don't really like it.
1: movies where the good guys fight each other. I didn't see that one. I also didn't see uh Captain America Civil War.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, was... I, I did not see either of those. Um either. I'm I'm over most superhero films, even though I love Batman. I did not see Batman v Superman. I just I will watch it as soon as it comes out on demand, but I I was like, no, it's not worth not paying $10 to see it in theaters. Yeah. One that we're really, one movie that we're really excited about that's coming out, uh, or it has already come out, I should say, um, is the nice guys, which has Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling. And basically it's kind of like a buddy cop film and they solve a mystery. um, And it just, looks hilarious yeah now, that's now, funny. Is that wasn't why?
1: It, yeah wasn't it those yeah. two that were
0: they presented uh... at the academy awards right yeah, and yeah. Ryan, Ryan Gosling yeah. was like hey yeah.
1: between between us we oh. have
3: two uh, we have two academy yeah. awards
0: <laughs> <laughs> so were they working on that then
3: they had already wrapped it up yeah.
0: oh because we didn't talk about that on the show when we were commenting how funny together they were right, so that's awesome.
2: I, at the time I don't think I wasn't aware that they were going to be in a movie together, going to be in a movie together. Oh, I want to see that. They were hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking for a movie, that's not a superhero film and not a sequel, of yeah. something, <laughs> you know, check out the nice guys. <laughs> cool. That's awesome.
3: And to kind of wrap it up, two movies that we are concerned about <laughs> are, <laughs> Independence Day. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Yes, yes. we saw a trailer for that
0: recently.
1: uh, Resurgence, (laughs) right? I mean, anytime they add this (laughs) this ridiculous word like resurgence onto a sequel, you know, you really should
3: be concerned. Yeah, it looks it looks too much. And like I said earlier, I'm just over I'm over cities being destroyed. Oh, I know. How many times? A million times. Can we do that?
2: Yeah, and we like the original. Very much. You know, we own the original. So you know, when we first heard that they were Doing this, we were kind of going, "Oh, it could be great," and now we're not so sure. <laughs> yeah,
3: the it's other just one, an
2: overplayed storyline for sure. Mm-hmm.
3: It really is. It really is. The other one um that we're, I'm, I'm definitely full of trepidation about is is Ben Hur. Um, I didn't even I realize love, that was coming out. Wow, I love the original Ben Hur. yeah like it is one of my favorite uh films um Yeah, of yeah. All time. you grew
2: up watching it regularly.
3: Oh yeah, watching it
1: regularly. Like, yeah, it was no, it was a family, weekly though. it was a weekly occurrence in the short household.
0: <laughs>
2: the, day,
1: the Friday night day.
0: viewing of Ben Hur. <laughs> yeah, I mean Charlton yeah. Heston. How do you top him? And yeah, that was my grandmother's or is my grandmother's favorite movie. And so I I definitely remember watching that regularly. It probably like. Easter every year or something. Guys, isn't
1: this movie like four hours long though?
2: <laughs> yes,
1: it is. Ben <laughs> Hur it is. It's so good. It's a long uh, movie. <laughs> it's so so. Good. I
2: I will admit I have never seen it.
1: Yes, it was. I, not I'm pretty sure I did as a kid, watched. but uh, it was not a staple in my household.
3: Yeah, this new one has John Huston in it, um, who is an incredible actor, uh, relative of Angela, Angelica Huston and the great Hustons of. Of Hollywood past.
0: What has he been um, in? I'm not
3: recalling. He has been he has been in Boardwalk Empire. Oh, okay.
2: um, and a
3: few for. other things. Um,
2: yeah. When we first, yeah. you know, heard about this happening, and like saw what the cast was or who was going to be in the film, um, we were excited. But then, you know, s- some of the trailers look a little iffy.
0: Yeah, I know. I think it's just hard to remake such a classic, but we could be wrong. They have remade classics
2: in the past, I suppose.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, I misspoke, guys. John Houston, of course, was the <laughs> was
2: Angelica Houston's
3: father, father yes.
2: and a director,
1: Jack Houston. Jack is... Houston. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, obviously, I had no idea that you were wrong, okay. so <laughs> I
3: wouldn't yeah. have so it. Young Jack is uh, he plays Ben Hur. Okay. And uh, yeah, there's going to be. I okay. mean, I want to love it. Yeah. But I'm just not sure.
0: I know, I know. Yeah. Well, that'll be yeah, that'll be interesting to compare. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, maybe the next time we have you guys on, uh, we'll have seen a few of these and we can debrief. Yes. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh in the meantime, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you guys how little baby short is coming along.
2: Yeah, four weeks, right? Yeah, he's he's coming along. Um he's Head down, but there's no signs that anything is happening uh, early, which is fine by us. You know, he can just kind of stick to. Even more to, time to cook. Yeah. He can stick to around the 20th. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit early, maybe. Probably not yeah. after like the 20th,
2: Like, plus right? or minus, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Margin of error, 24 hours, yeah. at
0: least. Not on the the overside. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right,
3: exactly. Yeah, he seems to be doing well. And uh, very strong. He's like kicking and moving around a lot, so that's good.
0: That's awesome. And I know you guys aren't sharing the name yet, but have you resolved your naming issues? No, or... we resolved
1: it for them. Remember, Brian,
0: <laughs> right? Zachary of Chewbacca. Of course. Zachary Chewbacca. Short. Besides that name that you are definitely going to be using, have you resolved your naming issues, or are you still in debate? <laughs>
3: No, it's still up in the air. It's
0: so up in the air. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. He's going to have a name eventually. And even if he's three days old, by the time you make up your minds, it's okay.
2: As long as you have a name for the birth certificate.
1: Right. That's really what matters.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, they won't let us leave without, um, you know, Naming right. your you <laughs> Yeah.
3: Yes. Very important. I mean, the closer it gets, Chewbacca is sounding mighty great, you know? Like, it's... Yeah, it's crunch time.
1: Yeah, it's classic. It's strong. It's, it's unique. Strong. It's I mean, unique. three three great qualities to I mean, right my favorite
0: there. was really James Thank Tiberius you. Short, though.
1: I did. I, really <laughs> did. I also did like James that Tiberius was, Short. That was the one I
0: voted for. I'll See, you're not know, do even a like it's great. I know. I know. It's a it's great name.
1: I mean, at the very least, Tiberius is a great middle name. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm actually halfway serious on that. Like, yeah, I think yeah. Tiberius could be a great middle name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it works for James Tiberius Kirk.
0: All right. Well, we can't wait until the next time you're on, because the next time you will be able to tell us what your baby's name is. Maybe we'll
1: have uh, Zachary Chewbacca wailing in the background, (laughs) interrupting us, you know, all that. No, he's going to be perfect.
0: He's just going to be sitting there in your arms while we record.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, we were hoping that, you know, next time we come on, like. I think he'll have some really great ideas oh, to bring to the table about, um, That's good. about gun rights and the yes. sit-in <laughs> that recently occurred. Yes. so yeah. I would like to hear his um, opinion on that.
2: Very political baby. We should <laughs> make him a junior is, contributor. Yes, yes. Totally.
3: He is up on on the Next facts.
2: generation. Yeah.
3: Perfect.
1: <laughs> well, guys, thanks so much for coming on. It's yeah, been a pleasure to talk time. to you as always. If we don't talk to you before he arrives, uh, we'll be keeping you in our thoughts and prayers.
3: Thank you. you. Well, I
1: guess we'll be keeping your thoughts and prayers regardless, even if we do talk to you. I I don't know. If we don't talk to you before he arrives, then we hope it all goes well and smoothly and look forward to meeting You can
0: report back to our listeners later. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys.
3: Thank you. (laughs)
1: Well, here we are wrapping up another episode of Vernacular Podcast. It's been a lot of fun talking to Jordan and Catherine about summer movies and road trip playlists. We're looking forward to implementing some of their tips on our upcoming trip, and we will let you know how that goes when we finish it.
0: Yeah, I need to get on that. <laughs> we uh, only have a few days now until we leave. That's right. And... I know. I think
1: I'm just putting it off. Putting off the preparation for this because I'm so <laughs> dreading this drive. For me, any drive longer than two hours is – intolerably long
0: i think you've gotten better with that though i think you could say maybe longer than four hours i guess we
1: pretty routinely go about four and a half to see yeah. family so and I so than that, that i think has sort of become the limit of my right. tolerance right. now but we're, we're talking about four times that <laughs> each way <laughs> right uh, within a week oh man
0: yeah we can do it we can do it
1: we can for sure <laughs> so anyway that's it for us on this episode. Tune in next week to hear us talk about Pokemon Go and talk to a writer at 538 named Lee Labresco and her story and what she's up to now and how she got there. So, yeah, it'll be we're
0: so excited about this episode.
1: Really fun conversation. In, in the, the meantime,
0: meantime <laughs> jinx. <laughs> Email us. I can't
1: talk. I said jinx. Okay, now you can talk.
0: <laughs> Email us at Zach and Sally at vernacularpodcast.com and tell us how you liked this episode and what you're putting on your summer road trip playlist.
1: You can also find us on Twitter and reach us there and give us feedback there. Twitter is at VernacularPod.
0: Check out our website and go to our blog, which is hosted by Medium, and you can read all the lists, the whole list of all the songs we talked about today and all the movies. I'll have that up on our blog tonight.
1: That's right. And you can also go to VernacularPodcast.com and check out all of our past episodes there. You can also do that on iTunes or Google Play. And oh, I didn't mention Facebook. Facebook Facebook.com slash Vernacular Podcast. You can also join the conversation there.
0: And I think that's it.
1: I think it is. All right. For Vernacular Podcast, I'm Zach. And I'm Sally. Have a great week.
2: Feeling better than ever when I'm by your side.